It's Monday, May 15th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden has made it a mission for the U.S. to build friendships overseas, and the next few weeks will offer a vivid demonstration of the importance he's placing on a relationship with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The two leaders are both scheduled to attend this week's Group of Seven Summit in Japan, a subsequent gathering of Pacific Island leaders in Papua New Guinea, and a later meeting of Indo-Pacific leaders in Australia. Those travels will be followed by a June 22 state visit by Modi to Washington, a sign that both seem willing to deepen their bonds. But like many geopolitical friendships, things are complicated between the U.S. and India. The personal outreach has a clear strategic calculus as both countries respond to China's economic rise and increased global prominence. Yet while Biden champions democratic ideals and openly opposes Russia for invading Ukraine, Modi has offered tepid criticism of Russia, and opponents say he is eroding India's democratic traditions. In other news, the historic Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan shuttered three years ago, but it will soon be bustling again, reopening to accommodate an anticipated influx of asylum seekers, just as other New York City hotels are being converted to emergency shelters. Mayor Eric Adams announced Saturday that the city will use the Roosevelt to eventually provide as many as 1,000 rooms for migrants who are expected to arrive in coming weeks because of the expiration of Title 42 that it allowed federal officials to turn away asylum seekers from the U.S. border with Mexico. Mr. Adams says the city is running out of room for migrants and has sought financial help from the state and federal governments. New York City has now cared for more than 65,000 asylum seekers, already opening up over 140 emergency shelters and eight large-scale humanitarian relief centers in addition to this one to manage this national crisis, the mayor said in a statement announcing the Roosevelt decision. Around the world, rescuers on Monday evacuated about 1,000 people trapped by seawater 12 feet deep along western Myanmar's coast after a powerful cyclone injured hundreds and cut off communications. Six deaths were reported, but the true impact was not yet clear in one of Asia's least developed countries. Strong winds injured more than 700 of about 20,000 people who were sheltering in sturdier buildings on the highlands of Sitwa Township, such as monasteries, pagodas, and schools, according to community leaders. Seawater raced into more than 10 low-lying wards near the shore as Cyclone Mocha made landfall in Rakhine State Sunday afternoon. Residents moved to roofs and higher floors, while the wind and storm surge prevented immediate rescue. Meanwhile, President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Britain Monday on his whirlwind European tour, as the staunch ally of Kyiv promised to give Ukraine hundreds more missiles and attack drones in an effort to change the course of the war. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's office said that on Monday Britain would confirm it was giving Ukraine hundreds more air defense missiles, as well as long-range attack drones with a range of more than 120 miles. Mr. Zelensky landed by helicopter at Chequers, the British leader's official country retreat, and was greeted by Sunak. It's Zelensky's second trip to the UK since Russia invaded Ukraine in February of 2022. Mr. Zelensky made an unannounced visit to Paris on Sunday evening to meet French President Emmanuel Macron after trips to Germany and Italy, where he met with those countries' leaders and Pope Francis. And back in the U.S., 
The Biden administration wants to put conserving vast government-owned lands on equal footing with oil drilling, livestock grazing, and other interests, according to a top administration official who defended the idea against criticism that it would interfere with industry. The proposal would allow conservationists and others to lease federally owned land to restore it, much the same way oil companies buy leases to drill and ranchers pay to graze cattle. Companies could also buy conservation leases, such as oil drillers who want to offset damage to public land by restoring acreage elsewhere. The pending rule would also promote establishing more areas of critical environmental concern due to their historic or cultural significance. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.